0: Hi everyone, this is Natalie Jean Jean, and today on Chatting with Nat, we have the honor of having singer-songwriter Emily Jean of the collective The Uneasy. This gave us a long bio, so I'm going to read it from here. The Uneasy is a collective of like- and unlike-minded artists creating emotionally charged music that explores some of the dark, darkest experiences of the human condition. Lost, alone, and hopeless, Emily Jean fell into a deep depression that led to a heroin overdose when she was just 27. Luckily, she was revived thanks to a heavy dose of Narcan, but she temporarily lost her hearing. Not being able to hear was exceptionally more frightening than death for me, she recalls. The thought of never being able to hear a song again, let alone play or write one, was enough for me to make a change. This was not the first time she had overdosed, but it would be the last. After she regained her hearing and reflected on the harrowing experience, Emily put all of her time and energy into writing an album about addiction while on the road to her recovery. I wanted to say all the words that I wish I had heard as I was going through some of my darkest times. As the brain, heart, and soul child of singer-songwriter Emily Jean, the Uneasy explores some of the most difficult and uncomfortable themes that deal with the complexities of the human condition. As our name suggests, we want to address what what some may see as uncomfortable or even painful, because the more transparent we are about our struggles, the more connected we become through them. Slave is about the moment of realization and awakening of sorts This is the exact moment you come to terms with the fact that if you don't change your life dramatically, very soon you will die. Emily Jean started writing music at age 10, teaching herself how to play drums, guitar, and piano. Not classically trained, she learned how to play by ear and how to structure songs by listening to and songwriters. After playing drums in her first band at age 13, she was completely hooked on performing. For the next decade, she played drums, sang, and wrote songs for several bands, landing slots of festivals, and opening for major acts, including Snoop Dogg, Paramore, and Kings of Leon. So along the way, the harsh realities of drug abuse set in, leading to to a parting of ways with one of the more established fans she ever played with. A spiral of depression, heroin addiction, and overdose soon followed. Years later, Emily Jean says her hope for the uneasy is to entertain, comfort, inspire, and shine light on some of life's darkest subjects. If I never went through what I went through, I don't think this project would exist. We are here and doing this for a purpose. I am sure of it. After all, Jean says, the only way out of anything is to go through it. That's how we end up on the other side, stronger, wiser, and more empathetic. And let's give her a round of applause. Hi, Emily. How are you? Hello.
1: I'm great. How are you?
0: Oh, I'd like to answer, I always answer that I'm still alive. <laughs> I'm still that is true. In this, is in this world I like to call cray, 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 cray world. So here's, here's how I actually like to put it. So how have you been during this, let me see, politics, George Floyd, tsunamis, earthquakes, um, COVID, COVID had some babies, monkeypox, polio, another virus in China, Roe versus Wade, cicadas. Let me see. <laughs> I, think I've, I think I've touched on most of them because it's just been, it's been wild. Oh, sorry, I forgot the mass shooting. Um, mass shooting. Oh,
1: have... Yes, oh, yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Indeed, it's... uh. It's a lot. It's definitely, (laughs) definitely a lot. Um, But, you know, just trying to stay focused on, you know, what we're trying to do and everything. Uh, It's tough though. It's really, really tough. (laughs) Amen. Um,
0: So one of the things I like to ask is this, obviously the past couple of years, especially the pandemic, has been funky. It's just been funky. People have lost lives, limbs have long-term effects of COVID. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But on the other side of things, there actually have been pros to this this uh, this whole poo poo land that we've been in. Um, mm-hmm. it, it allowed people to self-reflect. It allowed for a lot of self-introspection. It allowed for people to really understand who they are as people who they are when they're not around people, because one of the major things we came to understand is that people need people. Okay. Um, especially exactly. if you're an extrovert and you have to live through this time and you can be around people, you lived alone. Some people, they, they had nervous breakdowns. Um, If you're an introvert and you're staying inside, you're, you're like, Oh, I like this. you um, don't <laughs> like the topic, but like being inside, but we did learn that, you know, people need physical touches, but if you're by yourself, you're just like, okay, you can touch yourself with- That's a whole different story. But the thing is, you need other people around you. You you, you realize that. And some of the things that I saw, you know, I saw more family members walking outside together. I had a colleague that decided to walk on work because he, he realized, oh, my God, I'm missing so much from my family life. I read a ton of articles about people that decided to quit their job because what they realized is that, you know, they need to make money. Obviously, they need to eat, have clothes on their back, you know, a home and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But they realize they want to do something that's more in line with their passion and something that makes them happy. So a lot of people quit their jobs. Um, yeah. You know, the pollution level went down when we, were, we weren't we in the streets. I mean, the animals and Mother Nature were just, like, celebrating. And then we came back, and they're like, oh, they're bad. Um, and then there's artists like you and I that, you know, released albums, EPs, tracks, singles, some decided to rebrand, some said, screw this music thing, I'm not doing it anymore, so yeah. in terms of your music in your life, did you think about anything different than you already thought about, um, there, is there anything you want to change, are you going to stay the same, what did you think about?
1: Oh man, um, I really just feel like that whole experience really um It made everything very clear, uh, all the things we take for granted. Um, There was a a big part of me, um, after writing everything and starting to record and doing all of that um, while everything was happening, even not knowing for sure if we were ever going to actually play a live show. Right. Um, It was very, yeah. And I had, um, at that time, had not played live for almost 10 years because um, I took a lot of time off to get my life together. But uh, that was definitely in the back of my mind. I always tried to stay positive. But of course, after, you know, after a certain amount of time and you're working towards this goal and you're like, where's this going to go, though? Because, yes. you know, nothing, everything is changing from one day to the next. You can't really make plans of anything. Um, but the one really positive thing that came out of it was... Um, you know, uh, building a relationship with, you know, some of the guys that I was writing yeah. music with and everything. Um, you know, I met my bassist, Kevin, and, uh, you know, we were kind of like the only ones hanging out with each other. Like, I, we wasn't we weren't yeah. hanging out with anybody else. We were very, um, you know, obviously around that time, you have to be what? very picky and choosy of who you spend time with and how and all of that. So you know, he was one of the only people that was coming, you know, to, to my house and we were still writing right. and doing stuff. So yeah. Yeah. It's uh it really made it, I think it changed a lot about a lot of people yeah. and hopefully um, you know, I'm hoping that people took away that it's, you can't take these things for granted, just going outside, going grocery shopping, you mm-hmm. know, doing these mon- totally mundane, ridiculous things that, you know, we always take for granted and, you know, is really kind of awesome that we get to play live and go to concerts and do all these things now. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. You would, you would think that that the fact that everybody actually has been through the same thing that people would have been come come out of this more compassionate and more loving. And and, and, and it's like the opposite. (laughs) I mean, yeah, yeah. then there are other people that are just the hate just consumed them or they got angry about a lot of crap that was going on um yeah some people just you know this will never change it will always be the same now you started getting music pretty early i see that and reading your bio um now is it that it came out of the room just saying okay i'm i'm gonna do music or is it that it was something that you heard or you saw and you were just like, okay, I'm going to do this music thing.
1: Oh, my, um, my parents are musicians. Um, okay. My father's a bassist and my mother sings and plays guitar. And, um, you know, my grandmother was a singer. Both of my grandmothers were singers and dancers. So it, it runs in my family. Um, okay. We were just raised listening to music and playing music and, and all of that. So I knew uh, very, very young that that's what I wanted to do. That's That's
0: awesome. (laughs) That's awesome that you come from, something that you come from a family background because they, they will understand you and support you in so many ways.
1: Um, Oh, for sure.
0: How important is it for you to be um, authentic as a person and authentic in your music?
1: Oh, um, it's so important now. I mean, is more important than ever. I feel like when, when I was younger, Um, You know, sometimes you fall into trends or something is hot one minute and then you, uh, you know, in trying to align with other people or other things, you just lose your whole identity and your whole self um, trying to go that way. So um, definitely staying true to yourself and just following your intuition and just what feels right for you. And, um, you know, when you're making music with other people and you're recording with other people, there's always going to be, you know, um, different opinions out there and different, you know, um, different ways of doing things. But I definitely think just sticking to your guns and going with your gut feeling um, is usually the usually best way to go. Absolutely.
0: Amen. Amen. It is great to stay true to who you are and be authentic. It's interesting because... You know, during the pandemic, obviously, we had downtime. Some of, some of us did, at least. Uh, some of us worked from home, um, but still had downtime. And, you know, I did a lot of different music uh, conferences, webinars, um, as many as I could. And one of the ones was TikTok. And they were saying how the videos that do the best are the people being authentic. And it's because mm-hmm. they relate to that. They, You know, they can't relate to these artists out here, these mainstream artists at least with the, uh, Joe Schmo or who had James Spain or whatever, they're on the TikTok and they're doing something silly or they're telling you a story or they're telling you they're yeah. sad. Whatever the case may be, you uh-huh. can relate to that because you've been through um, some of those things. And so what I found that obviously during the pandemic that a lot of independent artists uh, became known to other people because people had time to actually first music, and and with all the live streaming as well, that actually helped a lot. Yeah, a lot
1: sure. of it, mm-hmm.
0: like, oh my God, I really like this music. Um, so, I like the fact that you guys, you and your the collective, the uneasy, talk about, you know, some of the issues that maybe people, you know, don't even think about singing about. You know, I uh, released a song last year a couple years ago uh, about my own assault, and so, People were like shocked and I was like, yeah, why not? You know, it, it, it'll help other people,
1: you know? Absolutely.
0: And that's the whole, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the whole social impact, you know? You know, I for know sure. for myself, I want to be an effective player in my, my, in my life and my music. I want people to say, okay, Natalie tried to do this to try to help people in, in, in the world. So is that what you're trying to do as well with, uh, with the the collective and the, the music that you're coming out with?
1: Absolutely, one hundred percent um this album especially um, is really um, it's all about the journey through what I went through with addiction, right. and it's kind of like the full spectrum of it, which is something that i don't know I'm sure somebody has done or whatever but i've never I've never experienced it in this kind of way. Um, I feel like a lot of artists um, when they're in active addiction, they write songs about the addiction, but right. usually keep it pretty vague and kind of, um, you know, uh, it's not so specific because usually you don't want other people to know that that's what you're going through and that's what's happening because then people will try to intervene. Right. So right. I feel like now that writing from it, being out of it and have been being out of it for a while and having time to reflect on it, um, to be able to write the entire story from, you know, from the beginning, from when I, you know, started to kind of get out of control, and then coming to terms with that, figuring out, okay, I have a problem, actually detoxing, then getting clean, and also still having those certain issues, because, you know, people think you get clean, and then all of a sudden everything's fine and you're good. And that's not the case at all. It's, there's always those still those reasons why you started using um, are usually still there after you get clean. So um, I kind of touch up a little bit on, you know, like survivors, regret, not regret, but um, guilt, um, you know, that kind of thing. Like how come I got out, my friends or this person or whoever didn't, um, right. feeling like you don't deserve a good life or you don't deserve the things that you have because you've been so shitty in the past. Mm. That's all of that all of that stuff. So I tried to get experience into one album. <laughs> and that's uh, that's time to kill. Yeah. And
0: I love that. You know, if we have <laughs> like you the, you know, you have to be fearless. And you have to be fearless, but you also have to be the type of person that doesn't care what people think at the same time because you know yeah. we live in a in a very 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 judgy world. And mm-hmm. so I love the fact that you're fearless. You're just like, you know, I I'm, I'm going to tell people because this may ha- help somebody on the other side. Um I mean, yeah. of may be going through the same thing. I like to tell this story about how I was interviewed somebody else and they were telling it wasn't an interview. I actually went to get together and this woman was telling us a story about her performance and said after she performed, this person came up to her and was just like, oh my gosh, this performance really touched me so much because I was going to go home and kill myself. And because I oh listened, my I'm not going to do that anymore. You gave me a lease on life. So people just don't understand how important music is, how important yeah. your voice is, how important your storytelling is. They just don't get that mm-hmm. aspect of things. It's very important what you have to say because... It can it can change somebody's life for the better in so many ways because they see your bravery. They're just like, oh, my gosh,
1: if she can do this, too, I can do this, too. You know what I mean? That's, you know, that's really what I'm hoping for. It's also kind of selfish on my part, too, because it, it's like there's a part of me that I'm just waiting to release, you know, right. like that part of my life. That um, once it's over and the album is done and it's out and people are listening to it, I feel like I'm going to be able to really release that part of me and that part, you know, in a in a more um, tangible kind of way. (laughs) So it's.
0: I think it's. I think it's awesome.
1: I think it's awesome.
0: It's it's setting yourself free, and it's helping somebody else set themselves free.
1: Yeah. That's really what I'm hoping for, for sure.
0: Um, and I always tell people, I tell musicians all the time, music is your superpower. It
1: is a superpower.
0: Oh, yeah. Music is mm-hmm. the you know, most everybody gets along. You go to a concert, nobody's arguing. They're just, like, having a good time because they're enjoying that band or that singer. And music has the ability to, you know, move mountains and and, and heal and do all kinds of stuff, so... You know, kudos to you for you know wanting to be in this industry because this industry can also drive me insane. Um, yeah. All the, the the all the stuff that we have to do. Um, so, what is your writing process like? Um, and if you have like writer's block, how do you deal with it?
1: Um, my <laughs> uh, the process is interesting because I usually um, usually get it when I'm falling asleep. Really? I forget what that term is when you're like in that in between of like consciousness and, and sleep. Mm. And um, usually I'll hear, like I'll just hear melodies. And really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of this album was written that way for sure. Um, it wasn't always like that, but um, when I started writing again, after I took some time off, that's how it came to me like i would be drifting off to sleep and then i would hear this melody in my head and it'd be going over and over and over i have to get up and go like put recording on my voice recorder on my phone thank goodness right. for that because <laughs> it'd be gone wow. but um yeah but that's um i do the melody and then i'll usually the next day or sometimes that night right there if i'm feeling you know motivated enough to just figure out what instrument i want to accompany it with and then go from there, either guitar or piano, and then um, usually bring it to the guys, and then they put their little part on it, and that's usually how it goes. But it's yeah. always, I a, I very rarely ever, like, sit down, like, hey, I'm going to write a song. Like, it's not usually like that. I'll usually wait till it just comes to me, um, either that way or just during the day.
0: It's interesting because I'm like that. I'm like that too. I can't be for. I can't be forced to write. I've got to be moved by something to write something. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I literally will stare at a piece of paper or the screen for hours, and then, you know, I'll sleep on it, and then the next day it's just it's just like it flows like water. And I'm always yeah. asking, where, uh, where were you when I needed you last night? <laughs> 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 Thing, trying to uh get these words out and it's, it's I, I find the whole process funny it's just funny to me it's, it's weird <laughs> um this I, whole I,
1: um writing the album thing though has been like the most incredible experience ever um just building on top of you know layering on top of layer and um it's like building a house or something like that. Um, but it's just I don't know, the way it's all coming together. Um, this is the first time that I've ever recorded an album that that I wrote, that I wrote myself. Mm-hmm. So to hear it's different. It hits a lot different. Yeah. <laughs> when you're in the yeah. studio and you hear like we had a um we had a string um string quartet come in to the studio to do, um, a couple of the songs and Mm. it was beyond moving Mm -hmm. because it, the way the process happened was my producer is like, okay, do you have any ideas for the strings? Yes. I have this melody in my head, but you know, I'm not classically trained. I can't just sit there and write down, you know, chart it out or anything. I know a lot of people that can, and that's amazing. Um, my producer told me to just, sing the melody in the mic, send him the recordings, and he'll chart it out, and then they'll know what to play on the day of. So I walked in, and I hear these strings playing this melody that I've been hearing in my head for, like, two years. And I'm hearing it in harmony, and it's just gorgeous and beautiful. And I'm, like, trying not to cry. I'm like, this is incredible. Just hearing all this stuff that's been happening in my head for two years just coming Mm -hmm. to life you know when uh, uh not too long ago i wasn't even sure if we were going to be able to go into a real studio to record this you know so it's just really it's just incredible it is
0: surreal when you you create something and it comes to life you have given something yeah. you have given your life and the word life that other another person can have life so to speak yeah. <laughs> um it's definitely mm-hmm. a I completely understand that. Now, I'm going to play, what should I play? I'm going to play Inside. Tell me what that's about.
1: Okay. Um, well, Inside is basically about self-love mm-hmm. and about um, trying to stop finding that um, that love externally and trying to find it internally within yourself and you know, kind of changing changing it around. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I believe in that. Let's play it. <laughs>
0: Rocking it out, um, you know, it reminded me it was a cross between it was a cross between, um, Gwen Stefani for me, and um the woman that the lead singer of Evanescence.
1: That's oh who, yeah, yeah. Gwen Stefani does not surprise me because I grew up listening to her. <laughs> yeah. Day. I mean, yeah,
0: obviously, <laughs> but I and I and I also could here um I could picture your your type of voice would do well in uh, movies too in a document or whatever I think and licensing is that something you guys are thinking of going for as well
1: oh uh, absolutely yeah yeah i would love I would love to do that I think that's Definitely, uh the next step after the album's released to see how how we can make that happen because that would be amazing.
0: I think that, yeah, your voice should do well on that. It, definitely. Um, it's, it's powerful, and it's smooth also. Oh, so, thank you. <laughs> very, 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 very talented. Now, what do you love most about being an artist?
1: Oh, boy. Um, I mean, I'm just, I'm really not good at anything else. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <I'm> really- <laughs> um honestly I've, I've done I've had a lot of jobs I've done a lot of things and um never anything the way I feel when I'm created um I've always been drawn to that I mean always writing and music and when I was in high school photography um it's always it's always been art for me for sure um I don't know what else I would be doing. (laughs) So, yeah.
0: (laughs) I like like that answer, though. (laughs) This is is the thing I can do. So I'm going to do this thing. This is the thing. Um, How do you deal with um, your marketing and promoting? You know, music has evolved so much that people that are doing music now have way more work than people did back in the day
1: so yeah yeah for sure it's it's completely different i mean i took almost 10 years off um so when i left it was like instagram wasn't really a thing yet; it wasn't that popular or whatever I, i wasn't promoting my bands on instagram or anything like that um you know tiktok wasn't a thing um and i've never any of the other bands that i was ever in um I wasn't really kind of, like, heading it. Like, I wasn't really the um, the one that did the promotion or did any of that kind of stuff. I kind of just, you know, I helped write, and I performed, and it was always somebody else in the band that kind of um, booked the gigs and did the promotion and did all of that other stuff. So this is really the first time that I'm, I'm pretty much doing this, you know. Um, so it's been – it's definitely been – interesting (laughs) trying to get to learn how to use tiktok and to make videos and to do all the stuff to get your music out there's a lot of um a lot more stuff to do than just write music and record music and perform which is obviously what most of us love to do that's you know why we do it um but now it's to get it out there is is you got to do this 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 and this which, you know, could be fun too in its own right. It all depends on how you look at it and how you approach it for right. sure. Um,
0: yeah, so you know, when you write a song now, sometimes, you know, if if this is your thing, you gotta say, Oh, will this work on TikTok? Will it go viral? Will it help somebody there? Will it help somebody on Instagram? Instagram reels, Facebook, Facebook reels, Snapchat, Clubhouse, this and it's just it's yeah. just so different. When you're thinking about writing a song, you know, and some people don't even think about all that stuff. They're like, I'm building up my catalog. I just want people to listen to it. I don't care if it goes viral. I just want to make a difference with it. But if you're looking for, like, trying to sign with a label or something like that, you know labels now, what they look at. Is this, is this even, it doesn't even matter if your song is great or you have a fantastic voice. They look at your streams. They look at how many people you're engaging
1: with, which is kind of yeah. this is. Very yeah, it's 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 interesting. And it's like every um every platform has a different a different um, you know, different type of content that that works. So it's like having to change things here and then like things that I would do on TikTok are not what I would do on, you know, on Instagram and, you know, right. on Facebook or on that. It's like it's all it's all sort of separate but yes. i definitely yeah it's 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 interesting it's cool. and then being on it more so that you can see yeah. what's working and what's happening and then uh, you're like lost in this world of social media it's like i yeah. like writing music i want to sing songs uh, for people like, <laughs> like it's just, it's crazy so let me tell you tiktok says you have
0: to you should do five videos a day
1: Who that's has insanity
0: time? Who has that's time? insanity yeah. Now I've seen people do like five second videos and they get millions of views, which I still don't understand, but it's like, okay, now you want me to do music, and now you want me to think of five videos per day to just talk about or do whatever and, and it's not unachievable, but you really have to set aside set aside time to really think about what you want to put on there
1: It's just if you want it to be good, yeah yes. <laughs> yes. But
0: sometimes the videos that do the best are the ones people just, they just hop on and they're just shooting the breeze or they're talking about their lives and stuff like that. And people can just relate. Like recently, this is the weird thing for me is that I've been talking about Roe versus Wade a lot. And those are the videos that have, I have a video that's like that has 50,000 views and it's all about Roe versus yeah. Wade because right now this is the hottest topic. And I give mm-hmm. my opinion. I don't care what people think, but It's it's just crazy. It's whatever is moving that. And then sometimes I watch the videos like uh, food videos do very well. People that criticize other people's cooking, those videos do. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: Yeah. (laughs) If
0: you're a musician, you know, you just talk about your music. You're like, you can get people to, you know, buy your music. You need at least, what is it? A thousand followers to be able to go live or something like that I had, I really pushed it this year it's like okay I'm going live I still haven't gone live but I've been <laughs> I've, I've achieved a fan base but it's, it's just a lot more stuff that we have to do than what they used to do back in the day like back in the day you could t- take your cd or record or whatever it was a radio station they might say here's pay to play it's just it's you know lots of politics lots of work to do um yeah it's just mind blowing. So I'm going to play your song, Slave. Tell me what that's about.
1: Slave. Um, Slave is uh, about, it's the song about me coming to terms with my addiction and knowing, okay, this is a reality. This is where I'm at right now. And if I don't change something right now, like I'm going to die. I'm either going to die or I'm going to end up in jail. Or something horrible is going to happen. So it's kind of like the moment of realization, like the aha moment. Like, this needs to be fixed now or else it's never going to be fixed. All right. Let me it.
0: once again once again, a powerhouse um, what what are three things, three that you wish you had known about the music business before you got into the music business
1: uh, um that there's other things that you have to do other than make music and write, and there's some things that uh you know, aren't going to come as naturally to you as those things. But um, if it's really something that you love and it's really something that you can't live without doing, then it's all worth it for sure. Yeah. um, The
0: music business is such a beautiful business, but it can be so shady. (laughs) I mean, so what I always tell people, I wish I'd known that, you know, when you start doing music, that it's like these people have like a sense, a sensory thing that they have going, like they know when the newbies are out there and then they latch on them, telling them that they can make them stars when they can't and they um, scam people out of money.
1: (laughs) Oh, Uh, it's very predatory. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that happening for sure. It's just yucky. It's just yucky. I always tell people
0: do your do your due diligence, do your research on people. If somebody has oh, says, yeah. "Oh, it's good for you um no. Do your research ask people that have worked, worked with them if that's true. Um.
1: Mhm.
0: Now, Absolutely. when is, when is your cool lamp album Time to Kill set to be
1: released? Well, Time to Kill is going to be released in the spring. So right. we have a little time to promote it and everything, and get it together. Um, but we're looking around March or April. Awesome, sauce! I like that. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. yeah. But we we do have a single coming out before the album comes out. Right. Um, a single called "Bad Bad Love" that is set to release on Valentine's Day.
0: Bad bad love. I, I like the title.
1: You know, it's not mushy mushy. <laughs>
0: It's <laughs> Bad, Bad Love.
1: And what is that song about? Oh, Bad, Bad Love is about toxic relationships well, and um, the pattern of falling for emotionally unavailable people and breaking out of that cycle of thinking that that's what you deserve and that's, you know, that's all that you could ever have.
0: Because it's just mm-hmm.
1: not too- oh, my
0: God. Preach it preach it i think a lot of people need to learn that that's not true um i think mm-hmm. you know one of the biggest things in life is the the key to learning how to love yourself and
1: people just think oh, that absolutely
0: it's, and people just think that's so vain but it's not about vanity it's like when you're doing music if you don't love what you're doing or love what you're putting out nobody's going to love it because that's not the energy that you're putting into it so i think people need exactly. to, to look at the same way if i don't love mm-hmm. myself love me because that's the energy that I'm putting out
1: absolutely
0: Absolutely. I can't wait to hear your album I think it's going to be phenomenal
1: oh thank you
0: (laughs) you have a great Um, voice I mean it's just awesome I can't wait it's going to be hot
1: (laughs) well thank you I really appreciate it
0: I mean, you sing, you sing, and you speak your truth. And I think, I think more and more artists are gravitating towards that. Realize how important it is to help other people in the world. I think. Yeah. You know what I mean.
1: Well, I I feel like it's uh, you know it's our job as artists to yes. to speak on those things.
0: Okay. And to
1: bring certain things to light, because um, this isn't it's not stuff that just comes up in everyday conversation. You know, you don't uh, meet someone new and you're like, oh, well, what about this thing? Like, these are <laughs> really heavy, um, heavy things, even writing songs about it, even writing like an entire album about It's a little it's intense. And I, I know that it's intense, but I think that um, I think it's really going to help people that are going through this. Um, not feel so alone and not feel so. Right. Um, you know, it's it is it, a lot about addiction that people still, most people still don't understand. I still don't understand. So right. it's um, it's just something that makes makes it not so polarizing. You know. So No, I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean. With- so much for
0: being on chatting with Nat. It was truly my honor to get to know you and listen to your fantastic music. I'm sure you're going to go far. I can't wait for the spring to come in twenty twenty three. So that I can (laughs) the full length album. Um continue to speak your truth and sing your truth. But thanks again for
1: being on chatting with Nat. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me.
0: All right everybody. That was (laughs) Emily Jean of the collective The Uneasy. If you want to find her, she's definitely online all over the place, but her website is theuneasymusic.com. And on Instagram, it's The Uneasy Official. If you don't remember that, guess what? There's a thing called Google. You can search uh, The Uneasy Official and you'll find her fantasticness right there. Until next time on Chatting with Matt. Thank you, Emily.
1: Movement that inspires. Limited inventory available. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely.
0: Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? (laughs) Haha, in my dentist's office.